0: Welcome to the Cookery by the Book podcast with me, Susie Chase. My name
1: is Sarah Dickerman, and my new book is the Bon Appetit Food Lover's Cleanse.
0: The Bon Appetit Food Lover's Cleanse puts the emphasis on food, eating real food, not juicing, brothing, or detoxing. Can you talk a little bit about the concept of the cleanse? It was a little bit of a response to,
1: you know, all those cleanses that were more radical out there where you might decide not to eat or just really severely limit your food. Instead, we really sought to say, hey, I love food. How can we get this really delicious um intensely flavored food that sort of pushes us back into good habits whether that means a really steady breakfast pattern of you know of hearty but uh hearty breakfast that will keep me comfortable until lunch or whether that means a little bit of a fresher less uh starchy fatty dinner um just little patterns that can can be helpful and can actually carry forward after you're done with the more formal part of the plan how has the cleanse evolved in six years? <laughs> well, it started out pretty scrappy, I have to admit. <laughs> originally it was sort of curated recipes. I, I had come, uh, I'd been approached by an editor who asked me whether I might like to put together sort of a healthy eating plan uh for bon com. And, you know, originally I thought, well, you know, you just go through your favorite cookbook, and sure enough, you'll find um some healthy recipes in there that taste great and don't involve using silly substitutes like Turkey bacon or, you know, egg white omelets and stuff like that. But if you can kind of call those together, you'll have a really nice uh, plan for eating. And so that was the the first year we tried that. But then as we kept on uh, moving forward, we, we realized we needed something that was a little more practical that had a little continuity from day to day, because if you're eating, um, If you're really trying to prepare every meal in a healthy way, then you need a little carryover from one day to the next to help you Uh, just practically solve it. Otherwise you're just mired in work. So, you know, we did things like, oh, you'll for lunches, we tend to do a really lovely salad and we'll use a little bit of the protein from the dinner the night before and reframe that in an interesting and delicious way. Um, Whether that's a piece of salmon or whether that's, you know, some roasted tofu or whether that's, you know, just the roasted vegetables from the night before they work their way into the next day's lunch in a fun way. And so that's one way we've streamlined along the way and tried to make it more doable in terms of kitchen work and, um, and just simplified a little bit. We like to have recipes that are pretty clean cut, but with an interesting twist that kind of really pulls you forward, whether that's a bold seasoning, uh, on the online cleanse I've used, um, gochujang, which is the Korean, like sort of spicy miso, or in the book we use, um... A wonderful piquillo pepper romesco sauce that's just you know big and bold, and just those flavors, or even just simple herbs and citrus, those flavors pull you in and um, really make you feel like you're having fun as you're as you're rebooting your habits a bit.
0: You just spoke about lunch recipes, and I noticed mm-hmm. that you left out the lunch recipes. So how do we deal with lunches? So we did. That was the one.
1: We have recipes for the other meals, and we did leave lunch is a little bit open partially because people are often at work and maybe you're dealing with a lunch cafeteria situation where you have, you know, a salad bar and we wanted people to sort of like have the framework of what they should be including in their lunch. Um, but have a little bit of flexibility so that if you're, if you're having to deal with lunch away from home that you can kind of, um, Cobble it together. We do, however, have a lunch suggestion based on the leftovers from the night before. And so, um, if you look through the menus, there is a suggestion, even right down to a vinaigrette, uh, to Put together a nice lunch. So there is a suggestion, but it's not a formal recipe. We just think it's a great time for improvisation, but within a framework um, that involves, you know, a nice amount of leafy greens, um, a bit of protein, which might be from the not- last night's dinner, and then something really fun and textural, whether that's nuts or um, a little bit of avocado or um, a crunchy apple, just something to give you some. Something exciting and lovely to eat, and then a great vinaigrette. If you have a great vinaigrette on hand, I find it's always
0: easier to make a salad. Let's start
1: with the basic rules. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, What do we need to know about cleansing?
1: I like to call my cleanse sort of radical moderation, partially because, of course, I'm writing with Bon Appetit, and we at Bon Appetit, uh, you know, just love food and think all food is um, can be good in the right context. It's just a question of sort of balancing things out. So, you know, when we approach the cleanse, we wanted to get rid of the things that we, we know uh, we could use less of. So that means fewer refined flours, fewer refined uh, sugars, and processed meats. And in general, we think that home cooking is the way to really be able to prepare the healthiest food for yourself. So that means, um, you know, cutting out processed foods where you don't know how much salt or fat there is in an item. And instead, um, we try to, you know, just cook it at home and cook with whole foods when we can. Now, then we have other ideas, though. Uh, One is that, you know, if we're going to have healthy food, we also need to make sure that it really tastes good (laughs) so that you're not feeling like it's drudgery. So for, for me, it was very important to include chilies and spices and herbs and citrus citrus flavors and um, things that just make you feel like you're enjoying food it's things that you can serve to friends and not feel like embarrassed about eating so that (laughs) that that was important to me we wanted to try to up the amount of vegetables and fresh produce that you're eating so we suggest that you try to you know have half your plate covered with vegetables when you eat and then you know we also do ask you to limit alcohol consumption so many people in January are already doing that but at the same time we're not completists <laughs> so you know if you're at a if you're at a friend's birthday party and you want to toast their birthday don't worry, we, we say up to four drinks per week. And then we even have a lovely sort of low alcohol cocktail that our registered dietitian came up with called the Rubies and Thorns. And it's just a lovely bright red from Blood Orange drink with bubbles in it. and it. And again, it feels festive and yet it's not a Manhattan.
0: What does prepping for the cleanse involve?
1: Well, if you do the whole thing, uh, it is a fair amount of shopping. In the book, we've we've broken it down into two major shopping trips, but you might even choose to to break it down into maybe four for the two weeks, and you know get all the dry goods that you can get ahead of time, um, and then um, produce you know get a little more. A little closer to the meals you might be preparing. I think it's always really critical to do like that extra measure of prepping before you start cooking, um, and you know, wash your greens. For example, if your greens are washed and ready to go, it makes um, it makes cooking them or eating them in a salad so much easier. Having a lot of uh, food containers around because you know you'll be using some of these leftovers, and you know, making sure everything's ready, and then kind of getting rid of anything that's going to be. Uh, terribly tempting to you, whether that's a jar of Nutella or, you know, the, I'm I'm a terrible pretzel eater. So, you know, I just sort of, you know, move the pretzels out of the cupboard uh, and, you know, just don't have them around for the two weeks of the cleanse.
0: I think it's brilliant that these recipes are grouped by seasons. So we can do this cleanse any time of the year, not just in January. That's right. Uh, It was one of the real pleasures of making this a book rather than the online
1: cleanse is that the online cleanse is always in January. And for me, uh, there's just so many times of year when, you know, you think, oh, well, I just need, you know, I need to kick things in a healthier direction. So we do have a menu for each season. But I also think having them be seasonal menus and seasonal recipes allows people to, you know, even if you're not doing a two-week program, you can kind of look through and you can say, oh, quinoa salad with broccoli and pistachios. Uh, I think that's our summer menu. Yeah. It doesn't that look lovely. And it just sort of will inspire you throughout the year.
0: I saw that Adam Rappaport said, you'll find yourself serving these dishes to friends and family, even when you're not technically on a cleanse. And I think it's right. so true. Yeah, you
1: know, the word cleanse for me is, is you know, like a little uncomfortable because yeah. I I really want to think about it as something that can stretch for the whole
0: year. What can we expect from doing the food lover's cleanse?
1: I think the cravings are a big Issue for and and I can really only sp- speak for my experience, but I've done it now. This will be my sixth year coming up. <laughs> uh, I always lose a little bit of weight, but you know people are people are different, and uh, I can't I can't promise that. Uh, but what I really do find I do is I just feel steadier about eating. I don't feel like I have, you know, those four o'clock serious cravings where I kind of get into trouble with grazing in my kitchen. I find that, you know, I plan my snack and then I kind of feel steady through dinner. And um, I find that I don't reach for desserts as strongly. And even the sugar and wine, I don't feel like I'm craving that as much. For me, that's really the major result. But I think you'll also feel good energy. You'll feel like you have a, a, a cache of recipes ready to go you'll find even more pleasure in things like vegetables you know maybe you find that one breakfast that just really makes you feel great every morning or maybe you'll find oh this is the practical way that i can get a salad in most days of the week so you just slowly make
0: changes for dinner last night, I made your kale sautéed with onions, leeks, and turmeric on page 255. Oh, great. Isn't that that's such
1: a pretty picture in
0: the, in the cookbook? I posted my picture on Instagram, and it wasn't as pretty as yours, but <laughs> it's so good. I never thought about pairing kale with turmeric.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I sort of fell in love with turmeric. I went to Bali a few years ago, and... And it was served very frequently um, as a little tea, the fresh turmeric root, usually with ginger and some lime and some honey. And I just thought it felt, it tasted so good and it just made you feel fresh and healthy. And then I've been starting to see Hawaiian turmeric in, in my local natural foods market. And so I started playing with it and of course you can juice it, um, but this book definitely doesn't get into things that require a lot of fancy equipment so no there's no juicing in
0: here. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: um so I was trying to play with how to use it and I th- I realized if I kind of made these beautiful little ribbons of turmeric I could work it into braised greens, you know, which I do all the time. You know, once a week I'll do some braised greens and adding that really vibrant, pungent, warm flavor of the turmeric.
0: For such a simple dish, it had a ton of flavor.
1: You know, and I I think that, uh, you know, the kale tastes great anyway. And I think the the leeks add this wonderful sweetness. And then we we wanted that extra level of uh, texture from the seed mixture. And um, I think it works really, really well. And you can kind of eat it as a main course or as a side course, depending on uh, what you have around.
0: And I saw on the serving side notes, this dish is four servings and Mm -hmm. one lunch the next day. Yes, so that idea that you could
1: then mix it into another salad or serve it with tinned tuna, you could mix it with the tuna and it would be a great, really sustaining part of your lunch.
0: If you hate the words detox or reset, this cookbook is for you. I found it to be so easy to follow with an emphasis on home cooking and whole foods. The Food Lover's Cleanse is the perfect holiday gift. Where can we find you on the web?
1: Um, My website is uh, sarahdickerman.com. Sarah without an H.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Sarah, for coming on Cookery by the Book podcast.
1: Thank you so much for talking with me.